0: Uh, i just started horizon zero dawn last night yes
1: yes 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 i love that game that game is so good i dig (laughs) it
0: i'm struggling slightly with the controls
1: Oh, they they get easier the more you do it.
0: Yeah, because I am just coming off of several different kinds of FPS and and third-person games. I'm just jumping around a lot, so I have to switch controls a lot since I finished The Last of Us Part 2, and Bioshock, and Half-Life 2, and all these things, so...
1: Yeah, I've, I just got Ghost of Tsushima. Jesus Christ, that game is good. It's beautiful. Super good. But the the controls for it are like they're, they're counterintuitive the first time you play it you're like i don't understand why r2 is literally everything like every single th- you every interaction is like r2 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 so then i was trying to play destiny with my friend yesterday and r2 is shoot <laughs> <laughs> and interact is square so i'm running around trying to like interact with stuff just shooting errant bullets at everything it's just so dumb
0: Yeah, in in Gears of War, its left bumper is, if you hold it down, you can see where your teammates are, kind of like you can by default in Overwatch, like see them through the walls. Mm -hmm. And one time I came home from class in college, and I was like, I wonder if my roommates are home. And just like instinctively was like, oh, I'll just press left (laughs) bumper and see through the walls (laughs) to see if they're here. Like that's how you know you've been playing too many video games.
1: It's funny when your brain does that kind of thing to you. When I used to work in the pub, especially after I'd been on like three really busy shifts in a row, I used to dream about pulling pints. And I would wake (laughs) up and I'd be pulling pints in the air with my arm, (laughs) like like in the middle. Just I'd open my eyes and my arm would be grabbing for the for the pump. It was wild. The things your body does with like muscle memory are just insane.
0: Yeah. And then at that a uh, certain point, you get to where if you do that kind of motion, you can not te- you can only show someone, you cannot teach it to them. Someone's like, oh, I, you know, which ga- which pedal is the gas and which one is the brake? It's like, hang on.
1: <laughs> it's like do when it. you start to think about brushing your teeth and you're like, wait, <laughs> how do I do this again? Yeah, I would, I'm not sure I'd be able to teach somebody how to pull a pint. I'd be like, it's just like this. And I'd just pull it. Yeah, it's weird.
0: Anyway, uh, welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Terrible Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan.
1: I'm Esme, and this is episode 20. 20, yay! 20!
0: I have to start with this one, though, because I've been thinking about it nonstop <laughs> since I read it. Okay. And every single person I've read the title to is, like, flabbergasted. Alright. It's so simple, but it's just the worst. Um... Okay, so OP is 20 and her boyfriend is also 20, which is so nice, nice self-explanatory. My boyfriend said that I was embarrassing him while I was giving birth to our baby.
1: Okay. <laughs> what? Right? I'm trying I'm trying to say what less on this podcast with like <laughs> the same inflection. You have
0: every the same reaction to everyone, which is like dot 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 what? <laughs>
1: It is the same every time. (laughs) I feel feel like it's very boring to listen to, but what the fuck, Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) I'm glad I keep, uh, I'm able to keep stumping you. Uh, Okay. And this is a relationship advice post. We have been in a relationship for one year and had a baby boy last week. I had a natural birth and my boyfriend was there throughout the whole process. I screamed a lot. And each time I did, he whispered something like, quote, can you stop screaming? You're really embarrassing me. Oh
1: my god.
0: I also threw up a few times and saw him cover his face in shame. When I held the midwife's hand for comfort, he whispered, quote, Let go of her. Stop being so embarrassing. What? What? He also said that my birthing position was embarrassing and called me a few vulgar names. Oh, Jesus. Throw him in the dumpster. Yeah. I'm really upset about his behavior that day, especially when it was when I needed his support the most. When I try to talk to him about it, he denies ever saying it and that I'm being silly. What?
1: That's the whole post. Uh, There's a very simple answer to the way he was behaving, and that is he is not mature enough to have a child. Or a girlfriend. Like, what did he think was going to happen when a woman is pushing an object the size of a watermelon out of something the size of a lemon? That's not going to be a pleasant experience for anybody involved. Also, that you didn't find her position weird when you were impregnating her. (laughs) So, I I don't know what he wanted her to Just
0: lie there in silence? Yeah, like, have you never seen a television show or a movie or a stand-up comedy bit about how women are like, you did this to me and free, and that's like, you have a free pass when you're giving birth to say or do whatever.
1: (laughs) I don't understand how you can get to 20 years old and expect, I I don't know what he expected. This is the thing that's most confusing to me.
0: Yeah, like, what did you think was gonna happen? Do you not have- Do you not know where babies come from? Yeah. Like, this sounds like someone who's extremely sheltered and, ha- like, again, hasn't seen a birth scene in a movie or a video, uh, video game. <laughs> not usually a video game.
1: Not usually. Fallout 3.
0: Yes, but you are the
1: baby being born. <laughs> that's, that's the only one I can think of. <laughs> that is true. Uh, but you don't see that you're being born. Yeah. Well. While- While Liam Neeson is gently whispering to you, which which is a more pleasurable experience than it should be.
0: Yeah, so there's a couple updates. They don't. uh, Well, there's a couple edits to this, and then there's an update. So, edit one I know that there are a lot of comments, but I'm reading them all, and I just want to thank everybody for the advice and support so far. Smiley face. I spoke to my mom about this, but she is the very traditional type, and although she said his behavior is wrong, I should try couples counseling first. I really don't think he is going to listen to me when I suggest getting help, but I'll try. I am also going to talk to my public health nurse.
1: Yeah, it's just, I don't know what else to say about this except how weird.
0: Yeah, and just like, that's so indicative of... The amount of support that he is going to give her with this child and the amount of support that he gives her as a partner. Like, obviously, this is like one of the worst things ever, but I try. Well, no, that's a lie. I don't try. <laughs> I don't try to say something before break up with him because a lot of these posts, it's one thing, but it is a red giant waving flag for other issues and like if this was like a perfect relationship and he just did this this would be breakup worthy right this is also indicative of
1: him being a piece of shit and just the age like the ages make me think that this was a complete accident
0: oh yeah they've been dating for a year
1: right so neither of them were prepared for this she's been forced to mature and grow up about it way earlier Than him, because it's not really happening to him. It's happening to his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And he has zero idea what happens when a woman has a baby. Like, he's got no clue. Parenting classes aren't going to fix this.
0: No. Oh, and I think... Okay, let me read the second update, uh, or the second edit. Okay. Thank you so much to everybody who commented and DM'd me with Roger support, blah blah blah. I've since tried to discuss the option of couples counseling with him, but to no avail, which didn't surprise me. My mom has agreed to let me stay there until I can find a new place for myself and baby. I haven't said anything to him yet. I've been advised not to, so I'm still planning out how I'm going to take the next step. And if I recall correctly, she did say in the comments... I tried to get him to go to parenting classes, prenatal, right. you know, classes, but he said only the woman goes to those. <laughs> and she was the only person there without a partner. Oh my God, he's just an idiot, isn't he? Mm hmm. He's just an idiot. And. She also didn't put his name on the on the birth certificate yet, which is why uh she has a few days to do that, like she has some time to decide, do I think it's worth it to get child support from this person, or do I not want to ha him to have parental rights,
1: which is a valid concern. uh, mm, I worry about I do not like when parents when women don't put the name of the father on the birth certificate it's I understand if you don't want some... Well, I don't even understand if you don't want someone to have parental rights. Because if you didn't think they were going to be a good parent, you shouldn't have got pregnant by them in the first place. We're going back to that same mantra of mine. If you didn't know it was going to be like this, you shouldn't have had kids. But it's... The kid deserves to know. And that is not a decision you should be making for that child.
0: Ooh, this comment. She says, He mentioned that having a baby would be a good idea. However, the baby was unplanned. Dude poked holes in the condoms. Yeah. I'm betting that that's the situation. And it sounds yeah. like she she's extremely young and she comes from an extremely conservative background. So presumably, like, it's very hard to break out of that mentality. Right. when One of the founding, well, at least she seems to be from the UK, but one of the most extreme views
1: here in the US, at least, is abortion bad. It's much less that in the UK. But there there is a kind of view in the UK that, it's fine if you get pregnant accident. It's less. It's less a big deal because it doesn't cost anything to go to the <laughs> the NHS and have a baby, right?
0: Yeah, it doesn't cost eighty thousand dollars, right?
1: If you accidentally get pregnant in the US, you're bankrupt. If you accidentally get pregnant in the UK, it's like, mm, alright, it's fine. So I'm guessing it, it's having an abortion in the UK is a lot more an emotional response than a financial response. Mm-hmm. if you understand what I mean. Yeah. So she wouldn't have been looking at it as, you know, can I afford to have this kid? Is this the right time for me? She would have been looking at it as, can I kill a baby? So yeah, it's, it's. I love the NHS. The NHS is great. Every country should have taxpayer healthcare. Don't at me because you're wrong. But there, there is, yeah. That's why we have such high rates of teenage pregnancy is you have the baby and then... It's fine, because you don't even need money to have babies.
0: And you can still afford to go to college, because...
1: College is free. Well, you're talking about other kind of college. Scrap that. University. Yeah. <laughs> what we call college in England is different to what you guys call college in the US.
0: Yeah, so I... Uh... And I don't necessarily begrudge her that, because she's extremely young, he was yeah. clearly abusive, and she comes from a very traditional background. And those three things, when you're 20 years old, even though you're an adult, it can still be extremely powerful. Right. I say as someone still trying to disentangle myself from my parents' horrible conservative views at the age of 30. Right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I, I just don't necessarily begrudge for that. I think she is doing the right thing now.
1: Yes. And, you know, he's probably going to decide he doesn't want to see the kid anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, He sounds like that kind of person. So whether, it, you know, putting his name on the birth certificate is not going to harm anybody. Um, It's going to hold him responsible if she wants to get child support, which she absolutely should do.
0: Yeah, so uh, in the update, she, it sounds like she, other people were like, this is a concern for other abusive behavior. And so she's going to elaborate on that a little bit. And by the way, I was correct about the prenatal classes. I found that comment. So. Okay, good. Anyway, so update. Thank you so much for everyone's advice and support, both through DMs and the original posts, blah, blah, blah. She says that every time, which is very sweet. Reading people's responses assured me about how serious the situation was and how I'd be stupid if I stayed in the relationship and allowed it to get worse. I spoke to my mom, who recommended couples counseling, and if that didn't work, then I would be allowed to live with my parents. I then approached him when he came home and gave him an ultimatum. I told him he can either continue to ignore that he acted horribly during the birth and other numerous times, or he can admit to how he has treated me and apologize and get counseling, but obviously he continued to gaslight me and got extremely angry, Angry, to the point where he was screaming at both me and the baby. Oof. He ended up storming out to his best friends. I was also advised against couple couples counseling by many of you as he said it often encourages <laughs> an abuser's behavior which he just said last week which made a lot of sense. And I wish I read that before speaking to him. And she also should have, I mean, again, she is very young, but she, she, the better thing to do would also be to have someone else there with you when you do that talk to him thing. But at that point, if you're scared to be alone with him and confront him about this, not worth salvaging the relationship. No. My mom came around after he left and said he's an asshole. And even though she doesn't quote unquote, agree with single parenting. She thought anything would be better than staying with him and enabling his behavior. Yeah. He has tried to visit me and the baby since as he guessed I was at my mum's. Both my mum and I have told him it's over and we're leaving the rest down to the courts. I will be telling my solicitor everything so who knows what the custody arrangements will be. I'm just glad that myself and my baby are out of there and I can finally enjoy being a mother. Yesterday, I went shopping and bought what I wanted instead of what he wanted.
1: Jesus.
0: And I never felt so free since before I met him. To many people, that will sound ridiculous, but quite frankly, he controlled every single aspect of my life. However, I am planning on going to therapy as I feel like the bad experience I had at my birth, as well as his abuse in other areas, has left a profound effect on me.
1: Well, she sounds super switched on. She sounds pretty smart, but jeez like there are so many times when you read one of these reddit posts and the information that comes out afterwards is so much worse Mm -hmm. than the information that they choose to put in the post it's like my boyfriend acted nastily during my birth okay oh he also wouldn't let me buy anything i wanted and controlled every aspect of my life and it's had a profound effect on me like (laughs) where was this information
0: yeah (sighs) And I feel like that's why it's really important to talk about this kind of thing, especially for young people, because people I feel like adults are like, oh, I don't, I'm not going to talk about that with my teenager. They're too they're too fragile. That's going to traumatize them. And it's like, no, you need to show them what abuse looks like and how it's not always a black eye. You know, yeah. it's also controlling behavior
1: and i think a lot of um young people as well when they're in a relationship they see a lot of things as romantic when they're not really
0: oh god yeah
1: either through movies that they watch or literature they've read or just they they have no experience outside of those that they've seen in books and tv and whatever so when a boyfriend does something like is calling them all the time. It's because he really loves them and he just wants to make sure they're safe.
0: Yeah, and like the badgering how Cena's like, oh, you have to wear her down, you know, when you ask her out until she says yes. Like, that's not romantic. Just move on. That, oh, The Notebook. Fuck The Notebook. The Notebook.
1: I hate that movie so much. Everybody was like, oh, it's the most romantic movie ever. I was on a plane and someone was watching it next to me and I had nothing (laughs) else to do because I wasn't going to sleep. They had the subtitles on so I watched The Notebook over their shoulder. Jesus goddamn Christ. That is the most textbook example of abuse on both sides that I have ever seen.
0: Yeah, terrible. I've only ever seen the scene where he asks her out oh, while she's on a date with someone else and then threatens to kill himself by jumping off the Ferris wheel until she agrees.
1: Right? It, it's, Horrible. it gets worse than that. The mom... <laughs> God. It's just... It's terrible. The... um. What's her face's character? I can't even remember a stupid name. Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Oh, God, I want to punch her stupid face. Her character cheats on the man that she marries with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, jeez.
0: Not Jake Gyllenhaal. Ryan Gosling. Not Jake Gyllenhaal.
1: Ryan Gosling. God, <laughs> this is how like much it made me mad because I can't even remember their stupid names. I was so furious. <laughs> cheats on on her husband, who's super nice to her with Ryan Gosling, and then is like, oh, I can't be with you, though, because uh, I'm married. And he's like, well, you knew that when you slept with me. And she's like, oh, now I'm so tortured because I should have married Ryan Gosling. It's like, no, you shouldn't. He's an asshole. <laughs> like, uh, just Jeez. everything about that film is awful. Awful, awful, awful. And it's so abusive. Everybody in the movie is nasty, except for Rachel McAdams' husband, who treated <laughs> appallingly in that film. Uh. And it's, uh, it's It's just terrible. It's terrible. It's not romantic at all. I was furious the whole time and I wasn't even properly watching it. I was just reading the subtitles.
0: I just imagine you on this plane next to this complete stranger and you just being like,
1: are you serious? And like yelling. (laughs) yelling And they're like, I don't know. No, I was silently seething. Uh. I was silently furious, like glaring into the back of this person's head. Like, why are you still watching this? Are Are you still watching this? (laughs) <laughs> it was, oh God, it was awful.
0: Anyway, there is still more to this post. Oh, Jesus, okay. Which uh, is a little satisfying. So, I also called a few domestic abuse hotlines and they gave me some brilliant advice. Thank you to whoever it was that sent me those. What was weird was the best friend he went over to see actually contacted me yesterday to say how happy he is to hear that I'm leaving him. He <gasps> said he noticed how unhappy he made me and how disrespectful he is around women as a whole and that the abuse didn't just exist towards me, but to his colleagues also. Jeez. So. It's good to know that I have a few people on my side. No doubt things will be constantly changing from now until the foreseeable future, and I am terrified. But the main thing is that I'm away from him and me and my son are safe, and that I'm feeling empowered enough to know that the way he treated me was 100% wrong and that he will pay the right price as long as I fight for it. Thanks again. I won't forget all of you that helped me in the time I needed it the most. Little heart emoji.
1: Aww. That's a good ending. Yes. She's gonna be fine.
0: Okay. Hey, men. I'm talking to you right now. When you have a buddy who is abusive to his girlfriend and makes his girlfriend unhappy and then is abusive towards his colleagues, you need to call that shit out because you, his male friend, are the only person that he is going to listen to.
1: This is another really important point in the uh, fight against the patriarchy. Men, if you don't like something your friend is doing, say something. Don't just let them behave that way. Because if they're saying to you something and it's meant to be a joke, but it's absolutely abhorrent, and they think you're okay with it, they will continue to do it.
0: Just an FYI. Yeah, like, that's enabling. If you sit there and you say nothing, that is enabling.
1: Right? It's just... Lots of men don't understand that. It's not a woman's responsibility to call men out for being abusive. It is everybody's responsibility.
0: Yes, and it's most unsafe for a woman to do it. So sometimes you gotta step up and do it because he's not gonna punch you, probably.
1: He might think you're not cool and he might not want to torture you anymore, but at least you're not going to hospital.
0: Like, I'm not necessarily saying that these men don't know what they're doing and don't know that it's wrong because sometimes, most of the time, they do know exactly what they're doing, but they need to feel that social pressure every single time you see it to call it out and and shame them, and that's how you get them to change. Man, it's
1: like the the debate's still going on about catcalling and wolf whistling, right? I can't. It's like, don't let your, do, your male friend do that to, to a woman. Because it's not about telling the woman that they look attractive. It's about embarrassing the woman in front of his friends. That's what it is. It's a power trip. Don't let them do it. Yeah. Awful. That was always the worst part about working in the pub. Mm. is like guys would just say stuff to you and expect you to be okay with it because you work in a pub. I had a guy take my photograph once when I specifically asked him not to and I was alone in the bar. It was really, it was a, it was a bachelor party and it was like, it was 11 o'clock in the morning. Okay, so we just opened. Bearing in mind, I'm like 19 at the time and I'm trying to serve them. They're all being really rowdy. They're being really like, they're asking for things we don't have and whatever. And this guy has a camera and he says, oh, can I take a picture of you? And I said, absolutely not. He was like, oh, come on, why not? I'm like, because I'm at work. Like, this is not the time or the place for you to be taking... You don't know me. I don't know you. I'm at work. Just let me serve your drinks and go on about your business. So I'm pouring their pints. And he's like, he secretly snaps a photo of me. thinks thinks I won't notice. And I'm like did you just take a photo of me? He's like, oh, come on. It's like, you look really pretty and I just want to take a picture of you. I'm like, absolutely no way. I called my manager down who was like this six foot seven pole of a man, like physically intimidating still, but like not huge. And my manager comes down, he holds out his hand and says, give me the camera. <laughs> and all these guys are like, what are what, you He's like, well, she's clearly not comfortable. She's working, leave her alone. Like you don't get any. It's not. You don't have the right to take photographs of my staff in this building. Who do you think you are? Give me the camera. Give him the camera. He deleted the picture. He said, the camera's staying behind the bar while you're here. Nice. So he served them from then on. But it was just, it was really, it was scary. There were like 11 of them. Yeah. It was very frightening. Don't do that shit. It's awful.
0: Yeah, and people are like oh what it's just a compliment it's like no don't compliment women you don't know let them go about their day uh they don't want your advice in the gym I'll tell you that much (laughs) some guy tried to get me to like I uh was doing bent over row uh and he's like you know what you can uh you know set up one of the benches in an incline so that you don't hurt your back and I'm like no I can't because my boobs are too big to do that (laughs) yeah and so he's Still said it, I wasn't going to say that, but I was like, he still set it up, and I was like, no, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Look, it doesn't work. And he's like, oh, sorry. Like, okay,
1: thanks for wasting my time. Honestly, if, I'm not going to say, you know, you should never compliment women, because that's, that's kind of weird. But like, a bar, a bar lady who's doing her job serving you drinks, if you actually want to give her a compliment, give her a meaningful, sincere compliment. like oh, your hair looks nice today. That's fine. That's like, oh, thank you.
0: Something they can control, their hair, their outfit, you know, their nails, which when I was in London, I did compliment our uh, bartender about her nails because she had like some cool patterns on them and she was just like, thanks, and then walked
1: away. Like, honestly, it's, It's far nicer to have a compliment like that than someone going, oh, you look real pretty when you smile.
0: No, fuck off.
1: Fuck you. I'm at work. You're here to get drunk. I'm at work. Do you smile all the time when you're at work? Don't think so. Leave me alone. That's awful. Don't do that. Something like, hey, your shoes are cool, is like, oh yeah, thanks. I picked these out. (laughs) I picked these out specially to make you happy. Now go away. Yeah, it's... Don't do that. It's just awful. Don't tell women to smile. Don't compliment on them on aspects of their body that they can't control. And if they're uncomfortable, just leave them alone. Just. <sighs> yeah. It's tiring.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. Uh, okay, so. There is no update to this one. Okay, so it's basically just comments. Cool. It's pretty short, but it's pretty bizarre. Okay. OP is 44. Her right. brother is. 37 Mm -hmm. his sister-in-law or her sister-in-law so the brother's wife is 34 Mm -hmm. and op's son is 18 it's a lot of people but it's a lot of people the title is in relationship advice i walked in on my son having sex with my brother's wife whoa yeah
1: Owen wilson wow like
0: (laughs) (laughs) i very rarely have one where i read the title and my jaw just drops and this was one of them okay i walked in on my son having sex with my sister-in-law again sister in law is 34 son is 18 in a cabin and i think they have been having sex for a while in a cabin my brother moved in with us in february with his wife and two children my husband and i have a big house on a farm my husband is a farmer And with everyone working from home, we thought it would be a good chance to stay together as a family and for my nieces to spend time on the farm. I have three children, and all of them live with us. The oldest is 18, and the other two are 16 female, 13 female. On the day my brother arrived, I went to buy groceries with my son, and he went to the pharmacy to get his gym supplements, and I bought the food. I saw condoms in my son's plastic bag when we arrived at the house. Two packs with 36 condoms each, so 72 in total. I didn't think anything of it, thought he had a girlfriend and wanted to be safe. Everything was fine, everyone got along, my sister-in-law and son would go on an early run around the farm. Everything seemed normal until last (laughs) month, when they left on their run, but I was up baking, and I never saw saw them make any rounds around the farm, which was weird. I asked about it, and they said they decided to hit the road. I thought nothing of this, everything seemed normal. My sister-in-law's son seemed to have a very good bond. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yesterday I was coming from a friend's house early in the morning. The sun wasn't up yet and it was a little dark, but I saw that the cabin we have in the farm was open and the light was on. I thought maybe one of the employees had forgotten to lock up. So I went to close the door and switch off the light. As I got closer, I heard people having sex. And I took a peek and it was my son and sister-in-law having sex. Jesus. I didn't confront them. I was so in shock. I still haven't told anyone what I saw and I don't know what to do. Should I confront them? Should I tell my brother? Should I tell my husband? I'm so confused. I've been doing a lot of- thinking and i'm sure they have been having sex for a while from the condoms my son is always at the house and never brought over a girlfriend yeah that would do it <laughs> the morning runs around the farm do they really run or do they have sex no a relationship sex.
1: <laughs> yeah i can't believe that even when the evidence is like right in front of her she's like
0: are they having sex though like you saw them! I feel like she's in a little bit of uh, <laughs> denial still, or like mis- disbelief, but god. yeah. Um, so wow, she hasn't told anyone yet.
1: Well, rectify that immediately, because, oh my god.
0: I mean, it's extremely telling that the day the day that the brother and sister-in-law arrived, she took her son to buy groceries and he bought a bunch of condoms.
1: Right. That's like... Oof. Oh, I thought they thought they were being so clever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Oh, man. God. I feel bad for that woman, though. That's a real tough break to find yourself in.
0: Yeah, this is gonna... I mean, fortunately, it's the sister-in-law, so they can just... Just get a divorce and cut her out, but you know? But like... But hopefully the relationship with the brother and the son...
1: All, all these relationships are going to implode, right? Yeah. The, the brother and the sister-in-law, the son and his uncle, possibly parental and the son. Like, there's, there's, there's so much going on here that is not going to be easily solved. Like, the relationships in this family aren't going to be able to be fixed.
0: Yeah. So the top comment right now is, I grew up on a farm, or when I when I took the screenshot, I grew up on a farm and I'm just going to tell you the advice that no one here has yet. Hide the guns. Oh, yeah, that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't mention anything about them. He's like, I grew up on a farm. Hide the
1: guns. God. I... While my belief is if you catch somebody doing something they shouldn't do and it's directly going to hurt another person, you should not be complicit in that action by being silent. I also understand the direct impact of that decision on this family. That's a very difficult place to find yourself.
0: Yeah, I think she needs to, and she definitely confronting them there was the was the wrong move. Like,
1: Yeah, no, you don't want to be the person who bursts in and there's tears <laughs> and yeah, you don't want to deal with that.
0: Well, especially the son's age, right? So she needs to A, first tell her husband, then yes. hide the guns. Then with the husband, sit down and talk to the son and say, I know you've been having sex with sister-in-law. I need you to tell me about that. <laughs> and, j- and it has to be a vague question because then he will answer and give up way more information than if you ask very specific questions. Yeah. Just say, and we we do this when a kid like plagiarizes a paper, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just say like, what's been going on? Tell me what's been happening.
1: Tell me about your essay. Just tell me about your essay. How did you write this? Where did you get that idea from? Because it's a good idea. Where'd you get it from? Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's best that she didn't just go bursting in where emotions are high and it it needs to be as unemotional as you can make it. Calm. Everybody's calm. Everybody's having an actual discussion rather than bursting in like, what are you doing? Ah!" Um. But yeah. Damn.
0: Yeah. Then you need to sit. Send all the kids away. All of them.
1: Yeah. The only people who need to be involved in that conversation are the mom, the brother, the sister-in-law, and the kid.
0: Yeah. Well, and like, her husband probably well, would be helpful.
1: Yeah, as That's like saying. an outside mediator. Um. Yeah. But it doesn't. It doesn't need to become like. Well, I say it doesn't need to become a whole family drama. It's already a whole family drama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this
0: is uh, the weirdest thing. Yeah, and and he's eighteen. How long has he been eighteen? Oh, that mm.
1: because they clearly didn't just start having sex. Right. He expected. He that. there was an expectation.
0: And this has been going on since February. And I screenshotted this about two weeks ago. So okay. Yeah. That's a long time.
1: Man, I don't know how to, uh, fix that situation.
0: Yeah, you just gotta be as smart as you can about telling everybody and make it as safe as possible. Yeah, that's why I also think it's good to have the husband there in case the brother reacts, uh, violently. I I don't think that she should have her son there when they have that conversation. They should have Mm. the four adults.
1: I mean, if he's old enough to be having sex with his uncle's wife... (laughs) He's right, an adult. He should be there.
0: He's barely an adult. Like, has he been groomed? How long has this been going on is really the question we need to answer. Right. Oof. Oof. Is it No update. No update? No, there's one comment after, under the person who says hide the guns. I know this is going to be bad. I, I'm even thinking of sending my son away before telling my brother. So she knows her brother enough to know that the son shouldn't be there. And while, yeah, the son has some culpability, you don't want the brother to uh, do anything that's going to impact his life in the long run, you know? Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I um, I get just being so stunned that you just walk in and then you just slowly back out of the room. Like the, the gif of Grandpa Simpson walking in and <laughs> putting his hat down and then picking it up and walking out again.
1: Or Homer Simpson just backing into the hedge and slowly being developed <laughs> by the hedge. There's some God. good
0: Simpson's gifs that apply. Man. Well, anyway, <laughs>
1: it's so bizarre. It's like, what do you even... This is quite unprecedented. Uh, how do you navigate? Like, n- no matter what you do in that situation, it's going to be the wrong thing.
0: Yeah, and, and and like, we can discuss and be like, okay, you do this, this and this, but like, obviously, when you're in that situation, it's extremely hard to think clearly or probably even explain yourself clearly or like, get the right words out. Like, it's going to be extremely tough.
1: Yeah, and, and also, we're not emotionally involved in this situation, right? Mm-hmm. They're not our family. We're not thinking about... You know, the years that they've been married and the kids. And they're, they're not things that we are emotionally concerned about.
0: This is not one of the secret posts that is actually about my family, I promise.
1: I <laughs> hope no, not. Jesus. Damn.
0: I have, unless you want to do and I have one more that is fairly heartwarming. Fairly heartwarming. Fairly heartwarming. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of similar to the one where... Uh, the guy is like, "How do I ask my husband I actually want to date him?" That kind of similar outcome, but it's also actually has an actual conflict. This person needs to get it. All right, let's on. do it. Let's do it. Okay, am I the asshole for saying we'd only help with my ex's kid's party if we could tell people we're engaged hmm. at the party? No, just be there and be engaged, and like not pretend to be platonic.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's fine
0: then. And they're not going to, like,
1: announce their
0: pregnancy. Right. Because that would be asshole-ish. Or they're not pregnancy. Announce their engagement. Yeah. This guy, quote unquote, uh, these are all pseudonyms, so I'm gonna not do the quotes. This guy, Jack, and I were together for about a year, and within a couple of weeks of ending it, I found out I was pregnant. I texted Jack to tell him, and a couple hours later, this woman, Liz, shows up at my place, saying she and Jack had been together for around six months, and she was also pregnant. Oh, and when God. the text arrived, she got my out- ad- And when the text arrived, she got my address out of Jack's phone so she could talk to me before him. I told her everything, and Liz dumped Jack. I was about six weeks along at this stage, and she was 12 weeks. Liz and I weren't exactly bezzy mates to begin with. So we're in England, yes? very yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> but Jack took a huge step back when he realized how angry at him we both were. So Liz and I ended up doing pregnancy stuff together. When my roommate said that she didn't wanna live with a baby, Liz suggested we move in together. Jack objected, but we told him to get lost and we moved in together. <laughs> Over the years, we got closer. I've always known I was bi. And when our kids were a year old, Liz realized she was gay. And when the kids were about five, Liz asked me out. We knew it was a little weird, but nothing about our relationship before this was conventional, so we figured why get hung up on normal now? We've been together four years now, and Liz proposed a few months ago. I Aww. said yes.
1: <laughs> That's real nice. It's I don't so think. Sweet. I, I think in the in in the grand terms of like. Oh, two lesbians together. Like, at least both their kids are from the same dad.
0: <laughs> yeah, they are half siblings. Right. Which like, is, and they didn't have to pay for, like, no expensive... surrogacy or IVF <laughs> or. I mean, that's pretty tidy, I think. <laughs> it works out real nice. Jack has been an involved parent this whole time, paying us both child support and having custody on alternate weekends. He's met someone new, married a few years ago, and they have a son, Tommy. Tommy looks up to the nine year olds my son and Liz's daughter, and loves them a lot, and they adore their little brother. Tomorrow, Tommy is having a socially distanced birthday party for his fifth birthday. This guy is so busy, like, he needs to get his snipped, because he's he's going to contribute to the overpopulation of the world. (sighs) The current list is both sets of grandparents, an aunt, uncle, cousin trio, the neighbor's son, then me, Liz, and our kids. They've kept it pretty small for obvious reasons, and there's only going to be five kids there total, and Tommy is good friends with the neighbor's kid, but not so much with his cousin. The party is on a day that Jack doesn't have custody, so he's asked us to bring the kids as a favor. He's also asked us to stay and help with the party because I'm a pretty decent baker slash cook, and he's asked me to make the cake, which I agreed to and it looks pretty good if I do say so myself. But now, the day before the party, Jack has told me and Liz that his wife's family are homophobic, so for the duration of the party, he's going to need us to pretend we're straight single mums because Jack is already on thin ice with them for getting three women pregnant. <laughs> We said we'd drop the kids and the cake, but not stick around because Jack's parents hate us both anyway, and we won't hide our relationship. Jack has said that we're being unreasonable, and he needs us to do this as a favor. No. And we already agreed to help, so we can't bail on him the day before the party. Are we the asshole?
1: No. You already made the cake. You already made the cake. You already made the babies. Drop the children (laughs) off at the party with the cake and bounce. Like, there's no reason why you should sit. In any space with people who hate you. Right. For for no reason.
0: And even if they can be openly out, like, I might also not want to be there anyway because of the homophobic family. Also, I wouldn't take this man's word for that.
1: No. Like, uh, I have problems with this guy and (laughs) (laughs) just...
0: Someone get this man a banana and a condom and do a demonstration. I mean, he'd probably fuck that up, wouldn't he? (laughs) The banana gets pregnant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh eats the banana, throws the condom away. Um, I mean, it's not your kid's birthday party. You're not obligated to be there. Like, yeah, it's kind of cheeky to ask somebody to bake a cake and then be like, "Hey, now you have to pretend to not be in love with somebody." Yeah, that uh, where
0: he is the reason they are together in the first place. Right. Which, like, <laughs> this is. A, I want this movie. Forget the notebook. Fuck if, that.
1: If, <laughs> throw that in the fire.
0: This is like the best love triangle result I have ever heard of.
1: It's just very tidy. You couldn't have planned it any better, could you?
0: <laughs> just a happy ending. Get Jack out of the picture. Well, unless you're Jack. <laughs> yeah. I I can't wait for Jack and his wife to break up so that the wife can now then move in and they can be a throuple with oh the three god. kids. Oh my god. And he keeps—he just keeps breaking up with women and they just keep joining the, the group. <laughs>
1: be a manless harem. <laughs> oh, that'd be sounds wonderful. pretty good. That sounds great. Just hanging out with cool women all the time. No men to bother you. That sounds amazing. Damn, Jack, you're doing a service to the women of the world, my dude. <laughs> yeah, no, don't go to the party. Like, leave the cake, leave the kids, say have a lovely time, bye, and go to Pizza Hut. I don't know. Just don't be at the party. There's no point in you being there. He has what he wants, you've already baked the cake. Or stay home, eat the cake. Yes, that's the best <laughs> that is the answer. We found it. We found it. Stay home, eat the cake, have your own party.
0: Oh my god, this comment. If his fiance can't handle the guy shotgunning his sperm everywhere, why is she with the guy? <laughs> Yeah, I've
1: never heard that phrase before. Neither have I. That's amazing. This
0: is a response she, she made to a different comment. Honestly, Liz and I talked when we first found out about Jack and agreed that if our kids are going to be half siblings, then we should at least get on with each other. We're actually almost glad it happened when it did because there's no way that Liz and I would have gotten to where we are now if I'd been with Jack for years or even married him or she was knowingly help- helping him cheat. This way, Jack has found someone who knows how to rein him in, Liz and I found each other, and all three siblings are close with good relationships. Everyone's happy.
1: Yeah, it's a good, nice, clean break, really. Yeah, just, we don't need Jack. We'll just put Jack in a lab and and, and use his sperm. <laughs> it's clearly very good. <laughs> and, yeah. We we don't need him to be present at anything. Yeah. Really. That would solve a lot of problems.
0: Quarantine that guy away from anyone with a uterus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad for Liz and OP. I
0: I really like this story. I I need it in a movie.
1: Or at least a four part, you know, special series. We we could we could go for that.
0: So I cast Liz as Rachel McAdams, Jack as Ryan Gosling, and, and there we go. Isn't there a third, uh, uh, like a second woman in the notebook or no? Uh,
1: He doesn't date anybody else. As far as I remember, I was mad most of the movie. He's
0: so dedicated to her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: He goes, like, he goes in the military and comes back to the. It's just awful. The whole thing's awful.
0: How about the woman Uh, who plays Kim in Scrubs? Oh, yeah, let's have Kim. Who looks just like Rachel McAdams.
1: (laughs) Throw her in. I think that's why I can never remember Rachel McAdams' name. Like, I know her face. And, and and I'm like, oh, it's that woman. But I just can't remember. <laughs> She's Regina just... George. Yeah, it's Regina George and that woman who was in The Notebook. And then I get mad and have to tell everybody <laughs> how mad I am at The Notebook. She's in Game
0: Night, which is pretty good.
1: Yeah, people keep telling me Game Night is better than it looked.
0: It's better than it looked. Yeah, I, I, I very much enjoyed it. There's a particular line with Rachel McAdams, and if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about, but I will not ruin it for you. <laughs> That's very funny. Actually, there's several. She's pretty
1: funny. In the whole movie. I just, I don't like that Rachel McAdams gets cast in so many (laughs) rom-coms and then has no opportunity to be funny in them.
0: Yeah, she's the... Isn't she in 27 Dresses? No, that's... uh, No,
1: that's the other woman who looks like Rachel McAdams. Heigl. Catherine Heigl. Catherine Heigl.
0: Who's apparently a nightmare to work with,
1: but... Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. She's also not funny.
0: People said the same thing about Megan Fox, and she really just wanted to flesh out her character in Transformers and not have her be a sex object. What a bitch.
1: Megan Fox is actually a lad. And I'm totally yes. behind Megan Fox in everything yes. she does, and I love Transformers, and I love Megan Fox. Anyway,
0: she's actually going to be in several things that are coming out this year, which is very good.
1: Uh, the one film I haven't seen Megan Fox in, which people keep telling me to watch her in because she's incredible in it, is Jennifer's Body.
0: Yes, same. I haven't um, seen it either, but I I hear good things. We, we should, should watch do, it we today. should
1: do a movie night, yeah, a socially distanced movie night while we watch Jennifer's Body. I I would I live for Megan Fox inhabited by a demon killing men (laughs) sounds great uh, yeah I want that that's everything I want in a film must
0: have been very cathartic for her (laughs) did you know Michael Bay made Megan Fox wash his car in a bikini as her audition for Transformers when she was 15 years old yup Michael Bay can go into the quarantine (laughs) with this man Michael Bay and
1: Jake what was his name Jake Jack Michael Bay and Jack Jack forever lens flare
0: yeah keep up keep them away from women so i like these contrast of these two because the farm one is obviously very bad family entanglements and this one is very good family entanglements i mean as far as like the little family that they have like formed
1: i mean i'm impressed that they've managed to keep it incredibly civil yeah with jack nobody seems to have any like hard feelings about anything, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not weird. It
0: sounds like his parents, they're not homophobic necessarily, they just don't like Liz and OP because
1: they remind them of their son's failure. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) God damn it, why do you have to be around reminding us our son's a piece of shit?
1: Yeah, I get that. It's not nice to be confronted by mistakes of your children. That's why I'm such a model child so that my parents don't have anything to worry about. Yeah, right. But what?
0: <laughs> no. No, I I meant for me cuz I just go back oh. to my
1: parents' house and I just Oh, you're calling me out trying to fight.
0: Cuz I just pissed them off being like, you know, left of freaking Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> one time
1: you're picking a decent human being
0: yeah weird yeah one time i was like to my dad i don't think you're a nazi you don't have any swastika stuff and he's like yeah but i have confederate flags and i was like why why <laughs> first of all uh why are you conflating those two things huh weird second of all Strange. god damn it
1: <laughs> damn it dad <laughs> i set you an incredibly low bar <laughs> you tripped on it
0: anyway, anyway. Those are the three I have for this week because everything else is incredibly infuriating. So that was my version of a dead donkey for this one. It's fine. Because everything else is shovel post and then oh. shovel post. Shovel post. Shovel post by proxy, which oh, is... That's a new one. <laughs> Just uh, the more she keeps talking about
1: her sister, the more you realize she's a piece of shit. So it's like... she's oh, Great. I can't wait for that one next week when I'm not studying anymore. Yes. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> uh, unless you want to do one, we can end it here.
1: Uh, I can give you one. I can give you one. I have a good one. <laughs> Reddit okay. was talking
0: about the the poo socks um, on Ask Reddit. Uh, maybe I'll 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 tweet that Don't thread really. out because people are like, "What is a story on Reddit that you can never forget?" <laughs> And sauce. so I was like, oh, I've read that, I've read that, I've read that, I've read that.
1: <laughs> okay. This one this one resonates with me because um it's it's a problem that you have when you when you write. We're going back full circle to the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> My 28 male friend, 28 female, is a writer and is basing a character on me. The character is clearly an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hashtag relatable. I mean, this is just, I'm just going to give a free good piece of advice. Never ask your writer friends to put you in a story. Ever. No. Because you're going to find stuff out about your personality that you do not like. Uh, okay, so I am quite close friends with a writer. We've been friends since university, so 10 years, basically. She has written several books is in the process of writing one. She said to me she's writing a new book and that she's going to base one of her characters on me, which I found interesting. She gave a draft of the book with the parts that he's in, and the character is clearly an asshole. The character. Bullet point one. Takes a position in his dad's seven-figure earning business, is clearly portrayed as being lazy and not really knowing anything he's talking about. It is true that I was basically handed a job by my dad, However, I worked very hard at university for good grades.
0: Yeah, so did a lot of people who didn't get handed a seven-figure job right after they graduated.
1: I I worked very hard for good grades, and now I'm a teacher earning peanuts.
0: (laughs) Mm, Delicious peanuts. Anyway. Mm, Peanuts. Crumbs.
1: Bullet point number two. He's portrayed as sociopathic and cutthroat, even being manipulative to get what he wants. I have been very bullheaded and ruthless in business. However, that's the name of the game. Business life is separate from personal life. I love how in every bullet point he's just like confirming what she's written it's so good Yeah. <laughs> bullet point 3 he's portrayed as a misogynist cheater I did cheat several times <laughs> on my girlfriend in university <laughs> and my writer friend was part of the friend group it was a lot of nonsense kid drama at university when I was in uni I found cheating funny in just a game what? since then I've changed my ways and don't do that stuff anymore
0: I did <laughs> cheat several times but I'm not a cheater <laughs> Yeah, you know, I s- I steal cars, but I'm not a thief.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty remorseful of the way I acted, and haven't acted like that since. What my friend seems to have done is fused my old behaviours here with the cheating with the adult age of the character. So the character is doing all this cheating even into his late 20s, while I clearly am not. <laughs> Bullet point four. Is portrayed as narcissistic, having a delusional, grandiose view of self. <laughs> I I, Like, my mouth is hanging open. (laughs) It's just the cherry on the cake after these previous three bullet points. I am so shocked at this. What did she think I was going to react to this about? This really makes no sense to me. What shall I say to her? Why are you writing this crap? (laughs) The end. Uh,
0: So what you need to do. Is work to become a better person, and that way, in the sequel to the novel, she can portray your character as having an arc of growth and improvement. <laughs> That's what you need to do. Uh... Become a generous donor with all of your money. Google mutual aid fund for every city within 1,000 miles of you and donate at least $500 to every single one. Just
1: the lack of self awareness is incredible. <laughs> love it so much. Like yeah. she's clearly she's clearly using his personality because she's trying to say something about it. Maybe by the end of the book the character is going to like have had some massive change of heart or whatever or maybe not, maybe he's just a dickhead. But the the thing the thing I don't really understand, why has she sent him just the bits with him in it?
0: Oh yeah, send him the whole thing.
1: Send him the whole thing. If you take it out of context like that, it is going to make whatever you say about that person worse, right? Is his
0: character just, like, the other guy in a romantic comedy that, like, is meant to contrast
1: with our male protagonist? He's he's the foil. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, it, it just it cracks me up. Every time I see this one, it cracks me up. How old is it? Uh, it's about six months old. Okay, that's not... That's,
0: that's pretty recent, all things considered. That is still in 2020. Yeah,
1: God, it just, it really made me laugh. <laughs> I,
0: yeah, I like how he gives an excuse for everyone. And then, like, like he is, I don't necessarily know if he's lacking self-awareness, just self-reflection. Because he's like, this is me. She is correct. But I don't
1: like it. <laughs> <laughs> It's Why like, ah, is- uh, she, she says I did this. And while I did do this. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she telling me all these things about myself? He's very like, I may have stolen your car, but I really needed it to get to work. Like, he's trying to just cover his ass with everything. I
0: wonder if he extends this empathy to other people. Doubtful. I'm,
1: I'm, doubtful. <laughs> Probably not. I think it's uh, bold of the writer friend to just be like, oh yeah, this character is based on you. Here you go.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe I, and he didn't even ask for it, necessarily. No, he didn't. So I think she's trying to give him a wake-up call. Perhaps. Without, like, she's passive-aggressively
1: calling him out, which is brilliant. I wonder if she isn't actually writing a book. (laughs) And, And that's why he only has the parts with him in. Oh, yes. So she, she's just been like, I wonder if this will be the kick that he needs to realize that he's just a massive end. <laughs> she's just sent him all this stuff she's written about him.
0: Okay, so give me a rundown of the three points. The first one was like he was okay. handed a job by his dad.
1: Yeah, handed a job by his dad, uh, lazy and doesn't really know anything he's talking about. Sociopath and cutthroat, manipulative to get what he wants. Uh, misogynist cheater and narcissistic, having a delusional grandiose view of self.
0: Yeah, she's trying to, she's trying to call him out because like, if he really is narcissistic, confronting him directly isn't going to do anything. No,
1: it's going to do jack shit.
0: (laughs) I just, I I like how he is able to pull this together because I feel like a lot of people in this situation would- like, if, if if he really was a narcissist, he would be like, yes, all good characteristics. Like, he yes. would be like, yes, this is all good, and I'm glad you portrayed me this way, because I am awesome. And he's not doing that, so he's probably not a full-on narcissist, he just acts that way because he's around narcissists narcissist, because he's in the business world.
1: Perhaps. At least that would it's, be my like, guess. It sounds like he does have self-awareness, because he says, I, I thought cheating was funny in university, but I don't do that anymore, and I'm pretty remorseful of it. So... It sounds like he is having some growth, yeah. But maybe it's just not enough.
0: I have never heard someone who. Why, how do you think cheating is funny?
1: <sighs> I, maybe it's a man thing. It's funny though. I'm just well, very
0: f- flabbergasted. It's very odd.
1: For guys, it's all about like conquest, right? Or at least as far as I can I can tell. If you're cheating, it means that you're like the lad, and you can get away with it because you're really clever. And these dumb broads. Um, yeah,
0: that's one, one. It sounds like him.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it is kind of, it is laddish behavior. And I used, like, British people understand what I mean when I use the term laddish. Um, there's a particular kind of kind of guy about that university age, and they all behave the same. And you can spot them from a mile off and you're like, oh there's a lad. Chad in America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a Chad. Um so and lots of lots of guys do grow out of that mentality. It's all about, you know, being the alpha male and and whatever. Um but it does sound like he's having some growth and he understands some in some ways why somebody would think these things about him. The thing that cracks me up the most is like, oh, I got I got given a job by my dad, but I did work real hard at university. It's like <laughs> all right uh, did you work harder than everybody else Are you the only person who worked out at university you
0: worked the hardest of anybody else so you deserve this it's like yeah everybody works hard like people who work in at mcdonald's probably work harder than you yeah
1: just it just it's, it's really funny it's, it's hard so to funny. as a writer it's hard to make anybody sound positive that you know when you're writing about them because as a writer you have to write about the good points and the flaws you can't just be like oh this is my best friend in the whole universe because that's big pandering yeah um so kudos to her for just being like all right <laughs> this is what he's like
0: i think the reason Why I find this so funny is because he's a piece of shit getting served (laughs) about, (laughs) like, he's getting told about himself and feeling bad about it. And that is so rare where someone gets told about their own actions and then they actually feel bad about it. Like, we get the instant gratification of like, oh, well, oh, shucks. I guess I am a bad person.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, what shall I say to her? Is this really what you think of me? Do I really behave this way? It would be a good start and be receptive to the answer right like don't just be like this is bullshit because if she's basing a character on if she hasn't made this stuff up you've you've admitted to that right. in your four bullet points it's not made up She's based a character on you because you have severe personality flaws that she sees and she thinks they'd be interesting in a book. But if it's bothering you, yeah, go talk to her about it. Be like, is this really how you see me? Do I behave like this? And when she gives you advice, listen to it and act on it. Don't just be like, I'm not really like this. This is all a crock of shite. Because, you know, it's not. By your own admission. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: I like how he just is like describes and then is like, well, I did do this. Well, I did (sighs) do
1: this. Well, I have behaved this way, but however, is this this word of choice? However.
0: Yeah. And no one likes a mirror held up to them because, first of all, not everyone's going to like you. And it's not always going to be for valid reasons. Like this is extremely valid. (laughs) And B, sometimes there are just things that you do, like little quirks that you don't want pointed out to you. If that makes sense, you know? No. Yeah, I get that. That's what, like, the Zoom thing is. Most of us, I would assume, spend more time looking at our own image in the camera, making sure we aren't making some dumbass face or, like, our hair looking looks... Looking bored. Like, okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> Did I just yawn on camera? Crap.
0: <laughs> just, like, yeah, because no one likes to see, like, oh, that's how I look when I talk or whatever.
1: Right. God. Anyway, good luck to you, friend.
0: <laughs> I I really want an update on that one. Man. Yeah. Oh, I'll find this one for next time. Have you read the one where the guy is basically stalking a woman and then realizes what he did was wrong? No. Oh, I will find that one. Teaser for next week because Oof. it's it's uh, legal advice mm-hmm. and it is the biggest 180 I have ever seen.
1: Ugh. Yeah, lay it on me. I want <laughs> that for next week. It's very good. I'm going to have the emotional capacity to focus on it next week.
0: Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's wrap it up so that you can have some brain rest. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh you can find me on Twitter at Morgan underscore Slay. Did <laughs> you just, just forget your an No, a car was driving by and I was waiting <laughs> to see if it was gonna be very loud. Uh you can find our podcast at r the letter u the word serious pod on twitter and you can email us at r the letter u the word serious pod at gmail.com
1: uh you can find me on twitter at esme underscore c underscore knows as in knows lots of things you can find the podcast on facebook uh at the letter r the letter u serious podcast uh and there are all kinds of links and things on there based on um previous podcasts that we've recorded uh yeah come say hi
0: yeah, and there's lots of uh, videos and supplementary materials <laughs> on there. We should probably pin up so that you guys can learn about relationship intelligence and skills and stuff. Woo.
1: Yeah. Woo.
0: Our brains are both broken, so uh, we should yeah. go take a nap.
1: Yeah, and a nap sounds great. Let's do that. <laughs>